0: Welcome to Marketing with Confidence. I'm your host, Mary Ann Amy's. We're going to be talking all things digital and online marketing for business owners and marketing professionals. If you've been feeling overwhelmed by your digital marketing, be sure to listen along and you'll give tips, interviews and more that will give you the confidence to create marketing you love. Welcome back to another episode of Marketing with Confidence. I'm excited to join you today and talk about the difference between boosting ads and using paid ads campaigns on the Meta Suite. Boosting ads have, gosh, they've been around for a long time. And as business owners, you've probably been told a thousand times that boosting ads are a no no, that they're a waste of money. But I guess it's hard to understand why and and, and what that means and why marketing professionals dissuade you to boost ads and and sort of try to highlight to you that they're not the best uh, use of your budget or the best way to maximize your brand. So today, I really wanted to take you through the pitfalls of boosting ads on Meta and I guess highlight to you the alternatives uh, and you know how you can simply use either Ads Manager or even some tweaks if you are going to boost to make sure it's more effective. So when we talk about boosting, basically you're you know you've put together a really great social media post, and then all of a sudden um, Meta on Instagram or Facebook gives you that option boost this post, and and you might even find that. A week later, or, or sometimes later, the the platform is saying to you, "This you know this post is is performing X percent better than your previous content. Would you like to boost it?" Now, you know, obviously the platform is very vested in you boosting. That's that's revenue for them. So there's there's an exciting enticement, and they they try to play on your emotions of of your great content and and what you could achieve if you put some ad spend behind it. So today, I want to talk to you about a few reasons why boosting is not the best strategy and can leave you feeling like, I guess, you've um, you've wasted a lot of money. So firstly and, and foremostly, and I think it's something that a lot of people don't talk about, when we want to run an ad, we generally are looking for an outcome. So you might have awareness as your outcome. So you just purely want to get in front of more eyeballs you might have lead generation as an outcome so you want to capture data you want to capture email addresses so that you can send nurture series or you know do do marketing down a funnel as as we would say you might also want to sell something directly sell this product sell this service book this consult so you might have a really conversion based uh, outcome that you're looking for when we post to social media, we don't always construct our posts with those objectives in mind. We may, you know, have a great post, say a team celebration, there was someone's birthday, and that post gets a lot of good engagement. And then we have that opportunity to boost it. What can we get out of that boost is, is the question that we need to ask ourselves. If you're looking to, you know, grow and, and grow conversions, that post isn't necessarily going to do it for you in a boosting scenario similarly if you've just released a you know a new product and this is just a particularly lovely flat lay on that product you know and, and you've kind of talked generally or your caption's not very in depth it might be a great post but it might not be a great ad and boosting that post again may not may not give you those conversions. And and similarly, with a lead generation, you may not be able to get that that lead, that data, that email address, as opposed to, you know, if you set up an ad in a formal way. So the first reason that I always think, you know, boosting isn't the most effective is that often the piece of content hasn't been engineered with the objective in mind. And then what sort of exasperates this is often when we boost a post, the options that we're given are generally awareness-based options. And unless you're digging a bit deeper into the the options when you first go to boost, you'll find that all you do is generate more, more views, maybe more likes on that post, but there's no tangible outcome of what happens. And in fact, the very first screen when you boost your post asks you to select a goal. And on Instagram, those goals are profile visits, website visits, and messages. Now, profile visits, uh, again, they're great for awareness. uh, But how many people are necessarily going to click through to that profile? Or are they just going to like or comment on the post? Similarly, with website visits, you, you may get more effectiveness here if you use more website visits as your goal and put in a website as long as the content of the post lent itself to a call to action towards an action on your website and then there's more messages which that's about getting you know more interactions with your dms and again that could be quite quite good if the content itself was really geared around conversation or ask us or talk to me about or if you're looking for more information so those goals that you get to boost a post to really need to align with the post so it's almost rather than posting and then considering boosting, you need to post with the fact that you want to boost in mind. The second reason that we talk about you know, avoiding boosting posts is there's a lack of targeting options. Boosting posts is the most simplified version of ads possible. And the reason for that is uh, it makes it quicker. It makes it less intimidating and it makes it more likely for people to, you know, have a little go. You know, oh, I could boost this for $20. What's $20? Over time, unfortunately, all those $20 adds up. And, you know, I definitely get a lot of clients tell me, oh, I've wasted a lot of money on ads. And and when I dig deeper in that conversation, it's that they've been boosting posts continuously. So the limiting target options... Essentially, when you boost a post, you can choose age and gender, which is great. and then you can choose uh, some interest-based factors. and And mind you, what you need to keep in mind here, is not to just take what the platform gives you. So you'll be given firstly for speed and efficiency an automatic targeting. And that's where the platform's going to pick for you who it thinks is you know, most like your followers uh, and, and it'll get it out to more people like that. Where you can actually click to create your own, which again, if you're going to boost, I would definitely recommend creating your own and saving it. But unfortunately, what we can create with in the boost post uh, setup is a lot more limited than in ads manager. So as I mentioned, age and gender, which is a great start, then we can target some broad interests. There are more available in the meta business suite ads manager than there is in the boost post, uh, you know, platform. So we're getting a simplified, uh, you know, more top line range of interest to target, which is a downside. And then we're actually not getting any options like retargeting, like lookalike audiences, custom audiences, pixel data, you know, informed audiences. So, it's very limited. And, you know, without that precise targeting, you might end up spending your budget... On users who are not interested in your products and services, so even if you got the objective right and then craft the post in a way that you know you can boost it, you're just not going to get seen by the right people. The next reason that boosting posts is quite inefficient is there's a lack of optimization. As a, you know, as an agency that manages both Facebook ads, Instagram ads, Google ads, LinkedIn, TikTok, you name it a lot of the work that we do is actually in optimization it's quite an intense uh you know period setting up a new campaign but that's not where it ends it's the tweaks that we do you know within the month often visiting those ad accounts several times a week and in some instances daily and looking at the data and making informed changes Uh, whether that be to audience, whether that be to creative, whether that be to copy, um, you know, in Google keyword strategy, those optimizations are where we fine tune, where we learn from data, and we start to, you know, tweak to get the best performing ad we possibly can. Uh, You know, one of the key uh, areas that I teach when I teach people about ads is testing. So, you know, in a meta ad campaign, you want to be testing different creatives, testing different copy, testing different audiences. When you boost a post, you've got one shot at it. And you'll never know if it was the copy or the graphic, or you might get amazing results, but you won't know if you could have got them at a more cost-effective price. So, we're completely uh, shut off from any sorts of optimization activities. Also, in terms of your budget, when you boost a post, we we don't have as much control over our budget. We don't get an ability to, you know, pick different placements if that's relevant or optimize towards, you know, certain, um, yeah, placements or platforms. So where we're saying, yeah, I'll spend that fifty dollars over six days but we really have limited ability to, I guess, direct where that money goes because we also can't really see where we're getting the best results, you know, to to kind of go, okay, I'm going to turn off the, the bottom end of that age group because it's just not performing or I'm going to turn off a certain location because it's just not performing and therefore make more out of my budget. You know, boosting ads is is really about short-term gain and long-term losses it's quick and easy it can get you that visibility boost and that engagement but it's not likely to be contributing on the whole to your strategy you know the the areas and the the ways that i boost posts in in my own business is around you know, a post that maybe, for example, a blog post, it's a great one to boost because you're looking for a kind of a broad audience. You can upload the website link in the in the setup of the boosted post. And it's getting, you know, either engagement to that post or hopefully click-throughs to the actual blog. It's it not complex what you're trying to achieve. And therefore, you know, getting a broad range of eyeballs to it, getting more clicks to that link, is, you know, is easily achieved through boosts. It's probably not the the best, most efficient way, but it is a quick and easy, you know, outcome there. Because, you know, the other thing we have to come back to is that limited data, insight, limited data visibility. We, we can't really learn from boosting posts. We can't really boost better next time, if that makes sense. And, you know, even uh, uh, something to experiment with is if you have a really good post, and you think you'd like to advertise it? You can do it through Ads Manager. So you can go into your Ads Manager. You can create a campaign. You can pick if that post, you know, is best served to traffic, or if that post is best served to a form that captures email information. So you can pick an objective. You can build out an audience with beautiful, rich detail and spec. And then when you actually get to the ad section you can select that post that already exists. So you'll get on-platform you know, visibility, on-platform increased reach and engagement, but you'll be to a much stronger audience and you'll have data visibility. And then you can also create a new ad with maybe a different image or maybe a different copy that you test against that existing post as well and, and see what you can learn. Or maybe you create this campaign to two different ad sets, both around that one post to see which audience in your ad sets is most effective. I know ads manager can feel really overwhelming. And there are, you know, Facebook has a lot of, or Meta has a lot of tools and courses that you can do. And there's also some wonderful businesses that do that. We also offer, you know, one-on-one training um, and group workshops as well within Wise Up Marketing. But it's just really important to, you know, upskill where you can if you're not at a point where you can outsource your ads upskill where you can to really make the most out of maybe a small budget that you're working with. And as always, no surprises to make sure that data-driven insights and data-driven learnings are a real priority in how you market and your marketing strategies I really hope that this sort of quick look into boosting posts has been insightful, helped you to understand a little bit more and and really see the pitfalls and, and feel inspired to, you know, jump into Ads Manager and expand your horizons. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode. If you don't want to miss one, make sure you subscribe to the show in your podcast app. And if you love it, be sure to share it with friends and colleagues who you think could benefit from increasing their digital marketing confidence. Want more? Head to marianneamies.com to find out how you can work with me directly, to reach out to have me speak at your event, or to grab yourself some free resources.